0: So, we'll do it again. Eighth pitch of the at-bat. Another payoff. And Martin on the ground. Andrews makes a play. Goes to second out there. Throw to first. Oh, and what a play. But here comes the runner. Donaldson. He's safe. He's safe. The ball game is over. The Blue Jays. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sabercast. This is episode two. Today is Saturday, January 18th, and I'd say it's been a pretty slow week transaction-wise in Major League Baseball. The only big move that really went down was Josh Donaldson signing with the Minnesota Twins. But, you know, if any week was going to be a slow week transaction-wise in the majors, I think that this week was pretty appropriate with the Astros scandal uh, being all over the news. So we will talk about that. We will talk about Donaldson, obviously. And I will address some of the Nolan Arenado rumors that have been flying around concerning my Cardinals specifically. Um, My input on that, even though the rumors do seem to be slowing a little bit, we will still cover that. Um, And I will give my opinions on that. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And So firstly, Josh Donaldson signed a four-year, $92 million contract with the Minnesota Twins, and that deal also includes a fifth-year club option, which could get the total amount of money up to $100 million. Overall, I think this is a really good signing by Minnesota. They can move Suno to first base now and put a gold-glove caliber third baseman like Donaldson over at the hot corner. I think that he fits a big need for them. I know that they were one of the best offensive teams in baseball last year, if not the best, and I think that adding Donaldson definitely separates them from the pack even more. So if you look at Donaldson's 2019 numbers, he had a 259 batting average, a 379 on base, 521 slugging. Those add up to a 900 OPS. He had a 377 weighted on base average, a 132 weighted runs created plus. He struck out at a rate of 23.5% and he walked at a rate of 15.2%. And then on the defensive side of the baseball, he had a 24 UZR and a 15 defensive run saved, and he had a 4.9 fan war. Those are his 2019 numbers, and all of that coming after a very disappointing 2018 season that he spent primarily with the Cleveland Indians. So, obviously, the Braves gave him that one year deal. He proved himself to be still an elite player in this league and then signed a multi year deal with the Twins. So, I do think that the Twins got a pretty good offer for him. Um, I know that pretty much the only other two teams involved in the sweepstakes were the Braves and the Nationals. The Nationals were looking for a third baseman to replace the loss of Anthony Rendon. Donaldson was on the Braves last year, so bringing him back was one of their top priorities. I'm not sure how much money uh, Atlanta ended up offering them or how much money um, Washington ended up offering him, but Donaldson chose the Twins And I think that pretty much solidifies the Twins to be favorites in the American League center. I don't think the Indians are going to be able to compete with them. The Twins, besides getting Donaldson, they got Odorizzi back. They got Sergio Romo back. And I think that their offense is still going to be killer next year. I think that their bullpen could use a little bit of work, but I think that with what they have right now, they could, you know, their bullpen could keep them in some games. They got Romo. They got Trevor May. They got guys like that that had at least decent seasons last year in 2019. So I think that you can expect big things from Minnesota next year. I think you can expect another AL Central title and maybe they can go a bit deeper into the playoffs than they did last year after they got swept by the Yankees. Now moving on to the Astros scandal. So this has been a scandal that has been investigated since late last year and Major League Baseball finally handed down the punishment this past week. So Rob Manford announced that the punishment would be a $5 million fine, which is the maximum amount that Major League Baseball can fine an organization. They lose their draft picks in the first and second rounds for the 2020 and the 2021 Major League Baseball first year player drafts. And AJ Hinch, the field manager and general manager, Jeff Lunau, both suspended for one season. And then they ended up being fired by owner Jim Crane anyways. So they do have openings in both of those spots. And then as a result of both of those things, also bench coach in 2017 for the Astros, now the red former, I guess, Red Sox manager, Alex Cora, got fired. And Major League Baseball said that they will probably hand down a harsh punishment. Um, and that has yet to be announced yet. I've heard some speculations, people saying that it could be a lifetime suspension. And that would be very interesting if they were to hand that down to Cora. I'm not sure if Cora is deserving of a lifetime suspension from Major League Baseball, but I'm just saying that's what's been uh, not reported, talked about, I guess. Nothing has really been reported as uh, to the details of his punishment, but that is incoming. Said to be harsher, obviously, than Hinch and Lunau's just because Cora took it from the Astros to reportedly the Red Sox in 2018 when they won the World Series. So it'll be interesting to see how that punishment turns out. And then former Astro in 2017, who then retired and became this past offseason, the Mets new manager, Carlos Beltran, he reportedly parted ways with the Mets. They mutually parted ways, but I think it was just the Mets saying, we're going to let you publicly say that you're going to part ways. Um... Because we're going to fire you, and we don't want it to look that bad for you. So, I think that that was the situation that went down. So, that's interesting. Um, you know, the Mets are going to Met. They always somehow get wrapped up into bad things like this, even when their organization didn't do anything bad. They obviously didn't know anything about Beltron doing anything bad with the Astros when they hired him. My opinions on this uh, punishment, in particular... I think that it was pretty appropriate. I think that Major League Baseball handed down a good, harsh enough punishment. Um, I don't think that they should suspend the title by any means. I don't think that they're ever going to do something that drastic unless it was something much more extreme than this. But I think that this was pretty appropriate punishment. I think Jim Crane did the right thing by firing Hinch and Lunau. Um, They're going to have to look for more jobs after this year, obviously, because they are still serving that one-year suspension, Um, and I think that their markets might be a little bit slow when they come back to baseball eventually. And then a couple days ago, a video surfaced with Jessica Mendoza, a Mets executive weighing in on the situation, and... She basically, to sum up what she said, or what I got from it, is she was upset with Mike Fires for going public with this because it, I guess, broke bro code? I guess that's what I'm getting from it. She thought it was not appropriate because it was, I guess, somehow rude to the players or disrespectful to the players. She had mentioned that, you know, she... You know, Fires could have told his teammates now about, you know, hey, these guys are, they know what pitch you're going to throw or something like that. But she was, I guess, overall upset that Fires went public with this because it went against everything it means to be a good teammate. At least that's what I got from her comments. Very idiotic comment, in my opinion. I don't think she knows too much about baseball. I'm just being honest and I'm not being sexist, guys. If a man had said that, I would be just as pissed off about it. I'm not saying it because Jessica Mendoza is a woman. Because there are plenty of smart women in baseball. I don't think Jessica Mendoza is one of them. I don't know why the Mets hired her at all. Maybe the Mets should make her their new manager because they have an opening there. Anyways, moving on to Nolan Arenado. Oh, This is kind of a, a tough topic for me to talk about because uh, the Cardinals are really the the team that are Reportedly going all-in for Arenado, I suppose. The rumors have been slowing down the past couple of days. You know, winter warmup has come for the Cardinals. They've been asking Mosealot questions. And obviously, he doesn't like to talk very much publicly. He doesn't like to say names. Some reports were coming out that the Rockies liked Dakota Hudson. Okay, yes, please, take him. Take him off our hands, Colorado. Hudson has, like... A 5-FIP, 5-X-FIP, you know, 5-Sierra. Let all those peripherals catch up to him when he's starting 15 games a season at Coors Field. I'm tired of Cardinals fans overrating him just because he won 16 games, which is ridiculous. And then the Rockies were also reportedly wanting one of our top four prospects, which would be one of Nolan Gorman, Dylan Carlson, Andrew Kisner, and now Matthew Liebertor, who we acquired from Tampa Bay about a week ago. Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure Equal Opportunity Lender NMLS 1717824 Terms and conditions apply Visit figure.com for more information For licensing information Go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Now like I said earlier The rumors have pretty much been dying And reports that You know they haven't really been Talking very much recently And that the talks are going nowhere And it's going to fall through I really have no problem with that If I'm being completely honest I was kind of so-so on Arenado. If we didn't get him, I was going to be completely fine with that. Um, if we did get him, there was a specific package that I would have wanted to give up. There were some guys that I definitely didn't want to give up. If we would have given up Nolan Gorman, I would have been pretty upset. But um, what my dream package, I guess that I posted on Instagram today, was Dakota Hudson, Dexter Fowler, Eli Harris-Montero, and Matthew Liebertor. So I do feel like if the trade goes through, that is the trade that I would want it to be. I don't want to give up Kisner. I want him to stay in St. Louis for when Molina retires. Um, but, you I mean, overall, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think Arenado's going to stay in Colorado. I think that the chances that he gets dealt are going down by the day, just like the rumors with, you know, Mookie Betts or Francisco Lindor, who is reportedly off the block now. Uh, Lindor, that is. So I doubt that the Rockies deal, Arenado, that contract is super hard to get rid of. You know, they would have to take Fowler from us or Carpenter if we wanted to trade for him, I guess. He is just so valuable to that Rockies team. I doubt that Colorado is desperate to get rid of him. And I think they would want the perfect package for him, which I think it is hard for teams to agree upon that this close to spring training. Because if you think back, To last year, the Cardinals made the big deal for Goldschmidt. That happened in early December. So now it is mid-January. I doubt anything happens with Arenado. I think he stays in Colorado. I doubt he gets dealt. And on Twitter, incarcerated Bob. I don't think you should trust him, man. He's a loser, in my opinion. I don't think that his tweets mean anything. You know, he did break Goldschmidt last year early. He broke Archer a couple years ago. I don't think that's anything, man. He breaks a lot of stuff and deletes his tweets when he's wrong. Um, But he did tweet recently. If you're into him, if you trust him as a source, he did tweet that the Cardinals have been making slight progress towards an Arenado trade in the past 48 hours, um, that names have been exchanged. I would take that with a grain of salt, though. I don't think that... Incarcerated Bob is a good source. I don't think that Arenado goes anywhere. I think he stays in Colorado. So that's my opinion on the topic. Um, I don't know how the Cubs even got their names into that discussion. If you don't have enough money to sign Eric Sogard, how are you going to trade for that ridiculous contract? I guess you would unload Hayward, I suppose, would be the guy that you would get rid of. But they have a depleted farm too. I don't I don't see how you would be able to put together a sufficient package for Nolan Arenado, at least one that could compete with what the Cardinals could have been offering. If you take a look at Nolan Arenado's numbers over the past two years, he has had a 306 batting average, a 377 on base, a 572 slug, and those add up to a 949 OPS. He's had a 392 Woba, a 130 weighted runs created plus, a 16.1 strikeout percentage to a 10.1 walk percentage, and he has been elite. Over at third base, defensively, with a 16.1 UZR, 13 defensive runs saved, and he has accumulated an 11.6 FanGraphs WAR over the past two seasons. So I do think that he is a top 15 player in baseball. I don't know if he's top 10. I would need to, you know, do a lot more research, dive a lot deeper to make that top 10 list, and maybe he would crack it. But I do think, off the top of my head, he's probably top 15. Um, I would love to have him in a Cardinals uniform. Don't get me wrong, I think that if we add him to the lineup, I think that makes us favorites to come out of the National League. Name me another team that probably could do that. The Braves, I don't think so. We beat them last year. The Dodgers, Nationals beat them last year. They showed signs of weakness. I don't know. I feel like if we did add Arenado, we could be the favorites to come out of the National League. But like I said, I don't think we're going to get him. I don't think anyone's going to get him. I think he's staying in Colorado. I doubt he goes anywhere. Also referring back to the Astros scandal, with all of this news breaking of the punishments and everything, there has also been rumors and theories going around on Twitter and Instagram and all over the internet, you know, were the Astros using buzzers, there's been pictures of little bumps underneath Jose Altuve's jersey. There was that photo of Josh Reddick, which definitely was confetti on a chain necklace that people thought was a buzzer. Um, That's a big stretch, guys. That was definitely confetti on a chain. But it was pretty much just Altuve. You know, after he hit that walk-off home run to go to the World Series last year, he was saying as he came home, you know, don't tear off my jersey. People were trying to read his lips. Uh, I saw something on Twitter say, you know, no, 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 I got a piece under here. Don't rip it off, stuff like that. Um, I think it's all not true. (laughs) I think it's all just a big stretch. I think people are making something out of nothing. Um, people are wanting to strip the title. I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are blowing this way out of proportion. Um, it's kind of just becoming a meme at this point. So yeah, that's my thoughts on that. We'll see if an investigation comes of it, but I doubt anything will happen. I think it's all just fake. And then today, Alex Bregman had an interview and the media was asking him all sorts of questions like, you know, do you regret anything from 2017? What are your thoughts on the investigation? I thought he handled it personally very well. Um, you, need, you need to check out the video for yourself on Twitter or YouTube or Instagram or anything like that. I thought that he handled the criticism from the media very well. He just responded with, you know, Major League Baseball issued their punishment. The Astros made their decision back when that happened. He's looking forward to 2020. Um, I mean, that's all you got to say to the media at this point. You can't give them anything to run with. Um, I thought he handled that very well, especially for being such a young player. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. <laughs> so, this was obviously a much shorter episode. There just wasn't really much to talk about, man, in my opinion. Um, I've given all my thoughts on Donaldson, on the Astros, on Arenado, on the Buzzers. Really nothing else has happened that has been that significant in Major League Baseball this week. Um, My apologies. Hopefully next episode will be much longer. Maybe I'll give some predictions for next season or maybe some other big blockbuster move will happen. Maybe Ozuna will have signed by then. Maybe Castellanos will have signed by then. But we will see. Hopefully maybe next weekend I can get out episode 3. We will see how my schedule works out or how much actually happens because I don't want to just pointlessly record an episode that's 10 minutes long where nothing happens in the week. It's just me ranting. Um, So I definitely wanted to get an episode out this week to just address the Astros, to address Donaldson and the Arenado rumors. My apologies that it's a bit shorter. The episodes in the future will definitely be longer and I will have a lot more to talk about. So that's going to do it for me. Thank you for tuning in to episode two of Sabercast. If you have not listened to episode one, I suggest you go back and do so. I gave my thoughts on pretty much every big signing that has happened up to this point. I gave my thoughts on all of the big trade rumors that are going on. That was a bit of a longer episode than this one. So I do think that you should go check that out. You know, if you're listening on YouTube, if you could leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment, give me some feedback. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, the listens really do help me out and let me know that uh, you guys enjoy this. So thank you for listening. Go follow my Instagram at Cards Network to get into more communication with me, to get into contact with me. Um, with any questions, follow at SaberCastPod on Instagram, this, this podcast's account, if you have any suggestions or requests for topics for me to talk about. But that's going to do it for me. I have enjoyed recording this episode, too. I'm enjoying recording this podcast in general. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. So that is it for me. Goodbye.